This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be here with you, Jordana. We're virtual this week. We're virtual. We've got a lot of live shows, so we're trying to make sure that we have all our episodes ready so we can be on the West Coast and just relax. Listen, podcasts are, you know, it, it is a, become a part of people's schedules, their drives, their wake-ups, their routines. Exactly. We never want to get in a position where it's like, oh, it'll be out later today. No, no, no. You have This is your Wednesday. We get it. We know. We want to yeah. be there for you, holding your hand through your day, through the commute, through that walk that you're taking for your mental stability. We get it. That's why we're here for you on a consistent basis every week, Wednesday and Sunday. Right, Jordan? Completely. We would never leave you hanging. I mean, no. I have to say, not to toot our own horn, mm -hmm. but we have been doing this show for probably four and a half years. Yeah. Never missed a week. Toot toot, motherfucker. Let's, say, I'll toot it for hard, you. Hardest working people in America. Right? <laughs> That's right. Go to the coal mine every week and mm. churn out those episodes. Um, but listen, if you're out there and you want to come to a live show, you got to you got to get involved. Get the whole group chat involved. We're going to be in L.A., San Francisco. Or have we already been there at this point? Uh, no. By the, if you're listening to this as a subscriber early, then we're going to be in San Francisco tonight. And if you're listening to this in a regular Wednesday episode, we're going to be in L.A. tonight. Love it. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. And also, we have Austin, Chicago, New York. That's the end of our tour. So go to uh, betches.co slash youuplive and get your tickets. Assemble that group chat. Get your crew together. It is a live fun experience what a way to spend a night with the crew so to speak right exactly and if you are coming to one of those shows and you want to come up on stage or you want to nominate maybe a friend who you think could use our help to come on stage in front of everyone and we'll give them a dating app makeover or we'll interpret the text with that guy that you guys have just been going over and over and over again at the brunch table and like you're probably all wrong. We'll break it down for you. Submit yes. it. Uh, send the name of the segment. Send the name of the city you're going to and uh, we might just pick you to come up with us. Encourage your friend that you're being half honest with. That's the friend yes. that should be coming on stage. The one that you're like, you're honest with, but you're like really afraid to say that end of the sentence that totally. would really shove a you know nail in the coffin of their lives Be because it won't we're there to do that for you we're we're there to hammer that last nail and in the nicest totally. most loving way possible right jordana you know it made that just made me think of something that a lot of women do i myself have do this too i don't think men do it in their conversations mm. but if your friend just keeps like keeps is telling you like a story and you kind of know that they're like wrong or they're having like sort of an absurd reaction to it but you're not yeah. going to say like i don't agree with what you're saying you'd be like what does your therapist think about that <laughs> 
Like, did you ask? Like, <laughs> Have you talked to the therapist about this? Because it, it sounds like a more professional thing than I'm even. I'm not cut out for like, such a conversation. That's right. Hilarious. It's like if you're going to, uh, someone's got to be paid to be having this conversation with you because yeah. it's hard truth and I, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> this is above my pay grade. Have you spoken to someone with an yeah. extra degree or two? Yeah, that's that is so a, funny. I'm sure men don't say that, but like I have never said. I don't even. No one even says the T word amongst men. We're like, no, we basketball and fantasy football. That's it. You know. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you what do you say if someone's I telling don't know, you a story man. where you hear you they're you you kind of think they're wrong as you they're telling you the story. Like, what do you what do you say? I, I don't even know. I I guess. I feel like I don't know, man, is sort of the like. I don't know, man. Um, uh, I, I, I guess I've said a lot of times, I, I, I don't know about that one. Like, I like saying that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, a lot of, I, I guess, like, this is the problem. Like, men are very bad at policing one another in a different okay. way you know like if i hear a story from a dude that i'm like ugh, i'm just like i just don't associate myself with that person you we're, we're very much walk away like i mean we had this discussion the other day um and i kind of want to reiterate say you know say it with in a different way because i've thought it about we had that woman email in about tiktok and how oh yeah she didn't want to date a TikTok a, a guy. She would never she, date. Yeah, she would but, never date a guy who right. was who was trying to get a TikTok following. But she was wondering if men looked at her with a TikTok following in a, I guess, a similar way, or would, or would make men unattracted to her. And we were talking yesterday because I've had some TikToks where the, the comment section kind of goes in a direction I I couldn't see coming. Okay, and like in, in a way, yeah, that I remember I'm like, this. And I'm like, men don't like TikTok because it's a place for gossip. You know, okay. it, TikTok is the gossip app. You, I saw a TikTok last night when I was going to bed. It was a woman who she said she's in Cabo and these married men, she was talking, these men started buying them drinks and then she sees he has a wedding ring on. And she's <laughs> like, marry. And then she's like, tune in for part two about these married men talking to us. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that at all. That right. has no interest. You don't want to the me. petty gossip, but I'm sure you like the like real gossip. Yeah, give me like, the juice, yeah, yeah. but like there better be some juice. I don't right. need. There might have been yeah. some cheating going on if I'm going to hear yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, this guy better like you better have found his wedding ring in his front pocket, not see it on his hand when he's openly buying you a drink because he likes talking to young women who he thinks are cute and that. These gray things happen. I mean, you've talked about it. Like, you yeah. know, sometimes you're at a bar and a guy buys you a drink. That feels good. And you're right. in a relationship. It's, it, this isn't... This meaningless. Is, yeah. This is meaningless. And life is long. And life is, you know, way too, you know, you know, annoying to not just have one moment where you go, wow, a guy found me hot. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, and so this to take this all back to what we're talking about, like the idea that men are like getting into gossip that is third level and not high level okay. is just we back away like hey you know this this woman doesn't answer my text i don't know man i'm gonna okay I'm gonna fade into the mist on this one 
Okay, it's not like <laughs> it's not a lot of opinion based stuff, right? No, ours I, is I, like, can you believe she said? You know, my mother in law said this to me, and like she thinks she's. And sometimes I'm like, eh, that doesn't sound so bad, but you have to just like say, have you talked to your crazy. therapist about That's this? Crazy. One? <laughs> yeah, she's That's messed nuts. up. Yeah, uh, I. Well, it was interesting. Like when I was talking to friends of mine who were married about like do how does your family get along with your significant other i asked a lot of friends of mine this question and as as part of a poll (laughs) oh yeah i went around polling i was like let me get too nosy with my friends but i asked them i'm like what's the dynamic between your wife and your mom and it was amazing to me how much like how little control they seem to have over any of that Mm -hmm. and they're like you know the ones where the wife and mom got along they're like i feel so lucky because they all knew a guy where it wasn't get they weren't getting along and the ones that their wife and mom didn't get along they'd be like they'd be like i don't know what to do it was like they were in front of a fucking rubik's cube yeah (laughs) that they couldn't figure out here's kind of the thing with most uh, mother-in-law situations for my friends who have mother-in-laws. It's like, yes, you, most of the time it's kind of like, there has to be someone in the relationship that's kind of eating shit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? The, like the, it works out well, like there's friendly and there's like an easy, it's an easy time when there's yeah. one person who's sort of asserting dominance and power and the other person like doesn't really care that much. They're like, sure. Okay. Sure. Like that's you, usually, someone has to not care. Yeah. For a smooth relationship, that's usually how it goes. Someone cares a lot and is very has a lot of opinions, and it, it could be either one of them. It could be the mother in law or the wife. Okay. Yeah. This is and what I was going to ask you. Which yeah. the you're talking about the mother in law and the wife? The yes. One has to subser- be subservient to the other in a certain way. Yes. And I think that when that happens, and the the relationships like that's a good working relationship yeah. when one person. <laughs> Is not care about being the head bitch in charge, and the yes. other one does. Works out well. <laughs> when both people care, that's when you have like when it's a power play. Yeah, well, that's know? when you have the husband who's you know you have the manager and the co-manager, and if they're trying to both be managers, you have the husband who's just the assistant going, I don't know what to do right. with myself. You know, like just exactly whose orders should I be following? Yeah, right. And you yeah. just and this is all to say like just how ill-equipped men were for the social um war <laughs> that was going on between two you know um people and and again like at the brunch table fantasy football and we'll just call everyone names you know that's yeah. what it is it's very simple that's a very simple relation although i don't think it's I think a lot of the times they're not quite as deep and I don't want to speak generalized for all male relationships, but I think no, I was I, different I level of intimacy. F- absolutely. Like there's good and bad to everything. Believe me. Like I, I, and I totally agree with that statement in, in general. I have like, I can count on my, you know, on my thumb, how many men I talk to on a deeper level, you, you know? Right. So I, so I understand that, but uh, I also like this, you know, part of the reason this podcast works is like I do enjoy these conversations and yeah, in, and you're in, good at in them. a non-personal yeah. way. You know, so I, I when it comes to my own shit, I'm like ah, just a lot of noises. <laughs> you know, um, and more on that, and you up with benefits. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you up with benefits is just half ah, 
you know, that's what you have with it. Says, but thank you for the three dollars a month, uh, <laughs> which gets you two extra podcasts of a that, month, right? Two extra ver- uh, sessions of uh, <laughs> that's what we should call it. You up with ah, you know, just mincing words, um, exactly. Otherwise, I, 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 you know, we taped yesterday, and I went to, and I went and got a drink because I decided to have two faux pas. Yeah, you were killing the game. I love it. I was crushing faux pas, and then I was like, let's keep this party going. And I did have like a night off. I didn't do shows last night after the faux pas, and I went and got like a, a spritz. Oh, and yeah, are you a spritz and- guy now? I like a spritz. Okay. I like an app, an appy spritz. I like any type of spritz. I think it. I like the bubbles of it. I, I think it slows me down just enough. I've been drinking champagne more lately. I, I got you know on my honeymoon, or even yeah. before that. I got. I used to be like not into champagne, but it's Same. sort of like, you know, it's almost like a, an a not an acquired taste, but you have it in the right setting, and you're like, this is pretty nice. I was very happy having a glass. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And it's just like a sipping drink. Like, I, I'm done with vodka soda. I want to, yeah. like, I need something to slow me down because I'm a fast drinker. You saw with those faux pas. I'm, I'm chugging them. Right. Yeah, these are, it helps you savor them. Savor them. So yeah. I, but I did have this moment where I'm like, I did, I was like, maybe I should text a woman. and i looked through my phone at female female number one female right (laughs) well i i did and it is the weird thing is like you know talking about married men the married men in my life my married male friends are like so you're going on dates you you know uh, my married friends generally uh, you know without gender they're just you're going on dates you're single are you out there and then i'm like the moment where i would you would think the opportunity summer night spritz outside champagne who are you gonna call and i was just like i'm gonna go home i'm i'm tired <laughs> i i i didn't call but you had anybody. fun i had a nice time i don't know i i think that was like a moment where i was like you know you have these moments in singledom where you're like i don't have the energy to be single this would be nice to be in a relationship this moment okay and i think that's like a right. divider between who's ready to be seeing someone and who's ready to be single. Like if you're out and having a spritz and you're like, I got, you know, a phone full of people that, you know, hypothetical chances to have a fun night. Right. And not to say I have like all the, you know, I'm I'm just saying like I could say, come have a drink. There's people you could text for a drink. There's people I could text. and, And I just had no energy for it. Is that weird? Right. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Is it? Is it? Is it kind of like that? You, well, I mean, here's my question: Is it that you had no energy, like you were just like, I don't want to like get into it, or is it kind of like I feel like I've already done this and it's losing its novelty a little bit? I guess it's a little bit of both. It's like already having gone to the restaurant and knowing what the experience is and being like, ah, oh, I'm gonna have to wait an hour to right. get in. You know, or the seats are uncomfortable or like knowing what that situation is like. I knew. So I don't have the energy for something I've seen before. So I don't have the energy for how was your day and rising my <laughs> and, and, and Right. And, and then and, do I have to and, feel and, anxious that I'm not being responsive enough for. Right. And right, asking yeah. enough questions. Basically, we're 
date mode. Yeah. Dates are energy. Like, yeah. you know, like communication I'm te- is communication generally is. I mean, yes. we think of texting as this like extremely low, low effort, low energy thing. But I actually mm. I kind of hate texting people, generally speaking. Mm. I find a text conversation is like draining because it doesn't have a beginning, a middle and an end like a real conversation does. It just yes. goes on and on and on until someone presses the like button. Yeah. And then it's over. <laughs> you're just hovering. But then you're coming, even when you do that, you're like, was that rude? Like, yeah, yeah, did yeah. The other, did, I, like, <laughs> did I give them enough? Did I hang up on them? Did I like textually hang up on them? I don't really know. Do you know what I mean? I find like the, the ambiguity of constant texting to be stressful. Yeah, and, and it's stressful. And it's also like, where uh, do we have to go somewhere with this? You know, does right. this text have to lead to a hangout or did I just use them to get through my hour where I had time to text and I had nobody else. Right. <laughs> like, well, that's like kind of like, a, it's like when you call someone and cause you're like on a walk and then they call you back when you like <laughs> have something else, something like you want to do. Yeah. And then you're like, I don't really want to, sp- I don't need I, them I, anymore. I, all right. Speaking to you is better than like staring into the abyss, but it's not yes. better than like the show that I'm in the middle of. <laughs> yeah. You are very specifically, um placed in my life at that point right yeah no i get that completely um before we get started i'm gonna be in huntsville and nashville this weekend as well as raleigh and i'm gonna be in providence and i just added springfield missouri so if you're out there jaredfree.com you want to come to a show tickets are jaredfree.com So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are we ready to do uh, an email? This email is kind of on what we're talking about, actions versus words. You know, like, is text an action? Is a word an action? You know, all that stuff. Totally. I'll just get it right into the email then. I'm just going to read it. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I'm a longtime listener and a new subscriber to You Up With Benefits. Thanks. Thank you. I drive a lot for work, like 2,000 miles a month, and you guys keep me entertained. I love that. Perfect summer road trip. Also, even if you don't drive all the time for work. Great road trip podcast. I think people love it that way. That's why we don't take a week off because we know this person's got miles to drive and we're there with her. Exactly. So here's the deal. 
I've been dating my boyfriend for eight months. We met on Tinder and got really serious really fast. For some context, I'm 29 and he's 35. When we met, it wasn't those sparks flying type of thing. (laughs) It felt really (laughs) secure and we had a lot of important conversations right off the bat and both wanted to date intentionally and settle down. All of this really surprised his friends and family and he he has never had a serious relationship. He can't even remember when the last time he had a girlfriend was. Everyone who knows him has told me that he's extremely picky and that I check all his boxes. I guess this makes me feel good, but I've also had to train him on how to be in a relationship. Communication has been huge, but improving steadily. We live together and have already talked about engagement. We went to Jared. Ha ha. (laughs) LOL. And I picked out a ring uh, I wanted, and he's told me when he plans to propose. Okay. It's a little specific for my taste, but it's okay. Okay. This email is Very really going to get... practical. Yes, this is getting a lot of people wet. Ooh, we didn't have sparks fly. <laughs> he told me the exact date and time that he was going to propose. Everyone says I check his boxes in a practical way. Ooh, yeah, it's a very... This is this this email ain't going to be a... Um, an audio porno for anybody exactly i've never been more confident and sure of anything in my life this all sounds great but here's the catch he's never told me he loves me we went on vacation to mexico in february and i got drunk one night and told him that i loved him for the first time he didn't say it back if i remember correctly his response went something like i definitely have those feelings too (laughs) oh it keeps getting hotter (laughs) ditto (laughs) yeah yeah same as you I, I've been feeling a certain way about you for a minute. Yeah. Uh, hot. <laughs> Get out those vibrators, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really hurt my feelings then as I knew it was a big deal for him and thought he'd tell me when he was ready. But he hasn't. I was raised in a family where we always say I love you, even when we hang up the phone. I can tell his family is much different in that way. For my birthday in April, he got a picture of us printed with the words, all of me loves all of you. Okay. Okay. Getting closer. Okay. I took this as his subtle way of telling me. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Okay. It's like, oh, is it a Hallmark card? You got the card that's like, uh, like, uh, I love so many things about you, you know, like the, and then instead of saying it. It's fantastic I, that me that like this to me is like it, you know she gets this uh, card a uh, picture of us printed with the words all of me loves all of you she sees that and then she looks to a guy in a referee jersey like does it count you know like <laughs> right how do I score this we'll allow it yeah <laughs> he's not much for talking about his feelings you think but he shows yeah. me every day that he loves me. He does so much for me, and I never question how he feels. My friends think this is weird and that he's not ready for our relationship to go on, go to the next level and needs more time. I've never pressured him into any of this, so I don't necessarily agree. So is it strange to be talking about engagement with someone within the next couple of months if they can't even tell you they love you? Do actions really speak louder than words? I can't wait to hear your advice on how to approach the topic slash if I should bring it up to him. Thank you. P.S. Please come to Michigan. Well, we'll be. I mean, we're sprinting to Michigan with all this hot romance that's going on in the state. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, 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 th- I love how the friends think it's weird. And it's like, are your friends looking at engagement rings and living with their significant other? Like, what a well, fucked up even, thing. It's not even that they think it's weird. They're like. 
they think it means he's not ready. It's like what? Based on who the fuck are you? Right? How do you <laughs> like know? What, how do you know shit about shit? Um, yeah. <laughs> what? A, what a strong opinion to take on this guy who's like. It seems as though this guy's doing the best he can, and. I like that she mentioned the family. She's like, my family says I love you all the time. We're an I love you family. Right. He's not that. I like that she acknowledges like he's from a different type of thing. And you meet those families where like you are, you know, nature versus nurture. Their nurture is a big part of who people are and, you know, how comfortable they are saying certain words and how they do things sure. like, you know, to me. I don't know. I, I I think there's like a big. There's so much more context and nuance to this than just a guy who won't say I love you. He, right. Well, here's my thought on it. Mm. I think the fact that he hasn't said I love you after eight months that in itself is not the issue, because that fine. Some people take longer than others. I think the issue is that she hasn't had this conversation, which she's emailing into us with the person she thinks she's going to marry. She's planning on yeah. marrying this person. And you think that you have an intimate enough relationship, but you haven't told him that you want to know his relationship to the word. I love you. And that you've been thinking about it and that you you've said it to him and you're not sure what he like. They haven't had an intimate conversation about this. That's real. She's just like, and I'm just going to like hint it. Like if you're married, you're not like hinting at shit anymore you're like yeah, saying what you feel and then finding out why the other person like if you're at that level where you're looking at rings you should yeah. be at a level where you can say to him like hey you never say i love you like is like what's what do you what are your thoughts on that like it kind of makes me feel sometimes i wonder if you do i mean i know you treat me well but sometimes i do wonder if, if you do love me like where does what's the, what's your deal with that you're totally right it's 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 interesting that she's practical with everything except the i love you like, you know, there's practicality in her reasoning for the I love you. Do right. you know what I mean? You know, like she's she's basically like, you know, she's separated. Like we have moved in. We have gone and looked at the ring. We have chosen the date that that engagement will happen. And then she's like, but I love you stands on its own in this romance magical right. world of you know like and it's like no what you, the way you just put it is being like hey this romantic thing that could have been in magic disney world land now right. needs to be brought into practical land because i'm going to marry you and i need to know that i can feel you know right about the person i'm seeing and i and yeah. these and words matter to me Totally. And even more than that, it's like, I need to know that I can feel comfortable talking with my husband mm. about, you know, the things that he says or doesn't say and how they make me feel like the fact that she's hesitant to even bring it up to him to me is like, are you ready? Are you actually ready to get married? Are you at that level where, I mean, I don't think that if it's about time, but it's kind of like, if you don't feel comfortable saying to him, if it's such like a weird tiptoe around thing, to me, it's almost like, do you have the actual level of intimacy to decide you want to spend the rest of your life with someone? Like, have you gone there yet? It's fair. And, you, you know, from her side, from to empathize with his side, he just, I, I think like, if you're not from an I love you family or she says he's never had a girlfriend or he can't even remember the last girlfriend, if you have no practice in this, there's nowhere to go to be like, is this love? You know, like you, there's nothing right. to rate it against. 
Yeah, so, I don't think it's it's like a terrible, horrible thing that he ha- no. that he can't or hasn't said it. I just think the weird, terrible, <laughs> horrible thing is that they haven't discussed well, it, but they want to get married. I, I I totally agree with you. I'm, I, I guess I'm more just saying like he might not even know have the tools to put an "I love you" together. Now the other, you know, the the, the scarier empathy I have towards him, and she might not want to hear this is that. You know, he's there's a there's a there's a part of this where it's like I'm 35 because she mentions his age and box checking and he's never had a girlfriend. You know, there is this type of dude who's like, it is time. Next one in will get the ring. And it's like, did he make the decision on you thoughtfully? Like, that's what I would be worried about for not getting this. I love you conversation or not even having this intimate conversation at all. Right. Is this like, is there, is there romance in this at all? Is the other, I guess, question. Am I, am I helping this person go to the next phase of life? And it's like, I, you know, some people want that. Some people are like, that's what they have in common. They're like, we're both ready. And this is who it is I'm with. And that sounds bad to say. No one would admit that about themselves, but that exists. Yeah. I'm sure that exists Um, for many, many people. Totally. And I think for this person, they, they want a little bit of both, you know, like they want the romance too, even though they've, you know, kind of presented this in a very practical manner. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe being hesitant to say it, but like the only way you're going to find out what the deal is, is if you open up the conversation, it's not even about it's that's the, And that's the more important conversation. I love you. is just a word, right? Yeah. Your thoughts about, intimacy and and your family background and how your how how your family related to intimacy and how you know closeness was thought of growing up that's a much more interesting relevant intimate conversation than even the thing that you just want so this is a great opening to get into something that's actually a little bit deeper how did i love you happen with you and mike i said it first mm-hmm. when we were in florida on a trip beautiful orlando the home of i love you it was Fort Lauderdale. Jared. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he actually didn't say it back immediately. Okay. Or you know what? He did say it back, and then I was like, I don't know if you were ready to say that. Like, it wasn't with the like, <laughs> it wasn't with the enthusiasm that I yeah. had wanted it in. And I was basically like, it was like a little upsetting to me. And I was like, why don't you think about this, and you can come back to me, like when when you still want to say. Why don't you practice this? Go, you know, ha- you know, go rehearse. Get yeah, in no, front I of the was mirror like, I was like, I don't want you. To, ready. Well, yeah. I was like, I don't want you saying it because I said it, and you feel like pressure to say it. I so, like, and I didn't. I just didn't like the like in like almost like the enthusiasm that was behind it. And yeah, come it just, back. It, it with seemed a full like band a, and sing it. <laughs> exactly come back with stars and stripes um yeah. and he that was like a and that was a weird it was like a little awkward uh-huh. um and then like a week later i think he like you know he came back with it in the right way and it felt much better well that's a version of the reveal like i love yeah. you is a reveal you know yeah. i love you and then oh uh, yeah i love you love you too kid and you're like nah <laughs> that ain't that didn't make me feel great. Come back and then you, you know. Oh, okay. Let me rethink this. I've actually put thought to this. Like, yeah. I mean, that should tell this person the amount of thought that goes in. Like, you were in a relationship with someone you loved and you thought about it and you put time. 
Mike probably hadn't like I've been in that position where I'm like I haven't even thought of like what those emotions mean to me yeah and I mean it wasn't the it wasn't it's not my fondest memory of us together that's (laughs) not to me the that's not something I'm putting on the our story page um and I remember you know it it felt a little weird it felt it felt a little bit like a rejection even though you know what I mean it was like a soft rejection because it was like set it back but it was like wasn't how I wanted it and so I think, and I think that's okay. I mean, looking back, like, I mean, now he's obsessed with me, but like, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a conversation yeah. that I think that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. And kind of what you said in the beginning is like this intimacy and this conversation. It's like you guys communicated the, I love you is in a communication. The, the lack of an, I love you that feels right is a communication, right? you know, like this person yeah, and- isn't communicating with their significant other that they're planning on marrying. And, totally. and treating it as a box to be checked when it might be a problem with the overall umbrella of the situation. Totally. And she said they've had some community. She's had some things where she's trying to get him to communicate more. What better practice than this, you know, super loaded <laughs> yeah. thing that you, you know, I mean, that's going to, it's also going to show you if he's capable of opening up a little bit more if he's capable of going a little deeper or if you're going to keep things like you said kind of like surface level we're both checking off the boxes and like you know what i mean i'm ready to have a wife and here you are like that'll sort (laughs) of tell you if it's if it's this kind of like glossy superficial thing or if it has the capability of going deeper and i would imagine if you're looking to get married Mm. that you would you would prefer, prefer a little bit of both totally agree You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You ready for some awkward sex? Yeah, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. They're always so great. I mean, this one, this this one's got yachts and Mediterranean living. I mean, we we, we get it all here. Amazing. J&J love the podcast. I have an awkward sex story for you. The summer after I graduated university, I got a job on a sailing yacht in the Mediterranean. Ooh, I can feel the wind in my hair. It wasn't as glamorous as it sounds. (laughs) I was was mostly just a 24-7 live-in housekeeper and waitress. The only benefit was I could look at the Italian coastline out the window as I vacuumed. Do you ever, uh, did you ever watch Below Deck? I've watched it before and I'm familiar with the show, Great but I'm not show. like people love it. I know that. Are mm-hmm. you a huge fan? Mike and I, that's like the one Bravo show we watch together below deck med. It's, I, very, it's, I, it's sort of like has something for both of us. I think so. And I like that. It's a new group that comes in every time. 
Yeah. The group that comes in always adds a little bit of flavor to it. And you know what? Because it's like a new group every time, it's not like people with like a reputation and a storyline to protect. Mm. So it doesn't seem as like kind of like forced or fake because it's kind of like it's you're, you're coming and you're going. You're, and no one there has like a million. No one on it has like a million Instagram followers. So you're kind of like it feels more pure. Yeah. they And it does seem like they they're there on vacation. I can't believe how open the guests are like they're on oh, vacation. Yeah. Like I'm like, who would pay this much money and then also embarrass themselves like this? It's pretty <laughs> wild. I, I and I mean, this this person does seem like they'd be on that ship, like working it, like on, yeah. like messing up the dinner service. You know, <laughs> like okay. Um, I was mostly just a 24/7 live-in housekeeper and waitress. The only benefit is was I could look at the Italian coastline out the window as I vacuumed. This also sounds like Cinderella. Just like maybe I'll get to Italy one day. Yeah. It's a good, None, it's, I mean, if you're going to be vacuuming, it doesn't sound like the worst way to do it. So. Totally agree. Nonetheless, I always managed to find some time here and there to enjoy myself and meet some new people. One afternoon, I was getting groceries for the ship, and on my way back. I met an Italian guy who worked on a different yacht. He had the dream job in the industry. His yacht was privately owned and the owners were almost never there. So he basically got paid to hang out in the Mediterranean on a huge and gorgeous yacht and keep things tidy in case the owners decided that they wanted to come for a sale. We started talking. He invited me over that evening. I agreed. So after I finished dinner service, he picked me up with a small power boat and took me back to his quote unquote yacht. That is the dream scenario. That's like having a roommate who's never there. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, this sounds awesome. Now I was into him, and the whole setting was totally beautiful and magical. We had some wine, had quite a lot to talk about. Plus, he was a handsome Italian man, and I was having my hot girl summer moment. I was down to sleep with him. One problem. I was on my period. Well, that didn't phase him one bit. Things got steamy, and we moved inside. That's when he said, let's go to the owner's cabin. Ooh. What a bad yacht sitter. Right? <laughs> I froze. Not only is that unprofessional under any circumstance, <laughs> but I was also terrified that we'd make a mess. Was she the Me and the owner. <laughs> should, right? should we wear our life jackets? I'm going to tell. Like, <laughs> Right? Get in the yeah. owner's suite. Yeah. She's like, but, but me narc. with my, with my period. Unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, you bloody mess. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So I reminded him that I'm on my period, and he said not to worry. We'll put some towels down. A gentleman. Uh, we argued about it for a bit. but <laughs> Argued? But then I figured it's his job and his decision. The owner's cabin was obviously way nicer. I went with it. Miraculously, we didn't make a mess. Not a drop, even on the towels. Ooh. I think that's mostly because I made sure that gravity would be on my side. No cowgirl that night. Okay. <laughs> I stayed Respons good. So responsible. That's right. When we were done, I got up and went to the owner's end suite bathroom to clean myself up. Admittedly feeling pretty naughty and excited about the whole situation. Now, for the next part of this story, I need to tell you about the floor in this bathroom. It was not a regular flat floor. The whole floor was a, was a teak grate so that the water from the shower could drain through the grate. The fact that it's teak is also important because teak wood is usually not painted or varnished. 
What is okay, she, so an I, interior designer? I mean, my God, this woods woman. I So I, I, I hope I'm... She shit. I, this must be boat speak. Like, yeah. you, you know... You know, they use different words for the front of the ship and the back of the ship. So I guess the the wood being, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, teak is a thing. Sounds right. Well, I stood there and checked myself in the mirror, and that's when I felt it. The floodgates, all the blood which had not exited my body before, decided to make its grand reveal. I dove towards the toilet, not that only. But that only made it worse because I spread it all over a larger area. The entire floor was covered in blood. I panicked. I grabbed some toilet paper and tried to wipe it up. But this wasn't a smooth floor I could just wipe down. This was fucking great. With hundreds of different angles and surfaces to carefully scrub. Plus, the wood wasn't painted or varnished. So the longer I took, the longer the blood could soak in and stain. I worked like a madwoman, scrubbing every side of the damn grate, lifting the whole floor up, cleaning underneath. I took so long that he even knocked on the door to ask if I was all right. I just squeaked, yes, and kept furiously scrubbing away. It finally seemed to be clean, but I was so rattled by the whole situation that I got him to drive me back to my boat right away. I didn't tell him what had happened. The next morning, with a clear head, I decided the best... It was best to tell him what had happened so that he could check everything thoroughly. I did not want the owners to come back to find their bathroom floor bloodied, and I did not trust my frenzied midnight cleaning spree. I texted him the story. He was very nice and funny about it and seemed totally unbothered. He sent me a photo of a tuna that his boss has caught and butchered all over the deck with the caption, I've cleaned up worse. Ah, oh, I like that. That's cute. <laughs> he even, he, I thought he was going to be like, tuna, it smells like your pussy. You know, like I thought it was going to be like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> big dickhead. Um, he even asked me on, a se- on several more dates after that. But I didn't accept because the whole thing was a bit too traumatic. Fortunately, I can laugh about it now. And it makes a good, ridiculous story to share with my close girlfriends and now the entire You Up audience. Hope you enjoyed. What do you think, Jordana? Um, I love this story. I mean, yes. something very hot about a yacht overall. I did, you know, I did Yacht Week Thailand years did ago. Did you? Yeah. Back when, How like, was 2015. that? These Yacht um, Weeks, there's Croatia, there's Thailand, yes. there's a bunch of Yacht Weeks around the world that people have kind of gotten into now. Yeah, it was a really fun trip. We like, I went with my, with my one friend mm. um, who was like, she was like newly single and she was like let's it was kind of like a spontaneous let's fun thing we just did it was like very spur of the moment we she found this this like boat with a, a few guys who were from from dallas and they had some extra room and she like kind of did a pseudo vetting to see if they were normal and then okay. we just went and it was uh it was really fun did was there hooking up was it you know we, y- you know yachts and tits and ass and penises everywhere there was some making out. We made out yeah. with a couple with whatever. Like it wasn't like anything. It wasn't anything too serious Scandals. that came out of it. But it was a great. Mm-hmm. It was like that perfect fun, like adventurous trip. And I the yachts in Yacht Week are not really yachts. They're like catamarans, and they're very okay. Small. Anyone and can show glamorous. Yeah, they're yeah. not glamorous <laughs> situations. But you know the thing that was interesting to me, which is like this really shows is. The crew, there was so much like among the crew, the crew was usually like the captain and like sort of like the cook was like usually a woman. And there was a lot of like crew, like hookups in like a whole, it was almost like camp counselors. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's a whole world. I, I, none of this story surprises me. I have a friend who worked on a yacht and he was like the audio visual guy. 
So he was in charge of like, like in a similar, the way so I you understood. Know you have money. Like, you have an audio visual guy for your yacht. Well, that's why I'm like <laughs> the guy who's taking care of the boat where the owner never shows up. Like there's also a guy on that boat who teaches the owner how to use the remote controls. Right. You know, like it's like, it's like know, a big toy for the, it's for a the big owner. Toy. Right? Yeah. So like, and, and then these people, there's a whole culture like they live, you know, in the Caribbean, there's like certain bars that are like industry bars for them. And like they yeah. all th this is a whole I remember it's a, it's like one of those like post college jobs that some people do to figure their shit out. Totally. Like, um, you know, the people who run the like European adventure tours for like yeah. the kids abroad or something a year when you're again that year, a couple years out of college, just like finding yourself. Or yes. something, and you want you have to see, and that's kind of like below deck. Also, like the show is like a lot of young people just kind of like messing around, but also doing a job. Well, that's probably how the show came up. Someone had done that, and they came back and were like, "This is a world." You know, right. with these shows, you're just looking for a world, an ecosystem, a petri dish. I mean, these boat people are in a petri dish, like hundred percent. You know, so I, what would you call this one? I'd call it below deck. <laughs> in the I name love of, that. of my show yeah what about you um uh great expectations oh i like that because of the great um yeah. maddie had not my yacht not my problem naughty on the yachty the red sea I red like sea those is great too. yeah yeah i don't know the, it is interesting the blood on the wood and the staining it makes sense i totally understand why she was so nervous yeah i mean if i was the yacht owner i would be pretty annoyed if i was there's menstrual blood all over my bathroom yeah <laughs> it's like a pretty low lift job it seems like this guy has all you have to do is not get menstrual blood on the bathroom we're home who did you murder in my bathroom you know it's like turns into like um what was the movie where the it was like there's a mystery movie of the, of the they're on the boat and then the guy wakes up and like the wife is gone. Oh, because she like jumps off the boat or something. And she like to kill her. She pretends. Pretends. Yes. Is it sleeping with the enemy? Something Where she like fakes like her that. own death to get away from her abusive husband, Julia yeah, Roberts. Yeah, th there's something of, to this nature. I think sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. Boat. You know, international waters is like a stressful thing. You know, Scary. I, I, endless. <laughs> boundless yeah the sea is scary yeah that's a whole new level of like sort of i mean yeah i didn't even think of that that might be scary part of like going to hook up with someone on their yacht like they could do they could put you anywhere i mean this yeah this is a yeah this story you know if you hear it from your daughter you're like did you did you italian man just showed up when you have groceries like this is how every murder mystery starts exactly yeah terrifying <laughs> But well, happy she's okay to tell the tale. Great story. Yeah. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a 
licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Balconette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Let's do another email. We have a voicemail. Let's do it. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Obsessed with the podcast. I tell everyone, single or in relationship, that they need to listen. Um, Quick question. I have been in a situation for about six months, and I recently found out he was lying about a few things and that is just added on top of him being really inconsistent and I just knew I had to cut it off. So I blocked him. I didn't tell him I was doing it. I just blocked him on every platform he could contact me on. And I guess my question is, what do you guys think when you block them? I know it doesn't matter necessarily and you need to just own your decision, but I want him to spiral <laughs> to know <laughs> if this is something that happens. So let me know. And thanks for everything you do. So Jared, uh, what is it? Think. Have you, have you, has the great blocker of the 20, <laughs> I, the, that's me. the 21st century. Ooh, um, I love a block. Have you been blocked? Um, that you know of, I've been unfollowed. Okay, I, I think, think that's close enough. Close enough. Um, I don't know about blocked. Not to my knowledge. If you found out someone that you were kind of hooking up with for like six, it sounds like if I'm going to summarize, it sounds like if, if you found out someone you were kind of hooking up with for like six months, you went to go look at their profile and they realized they blocked you. Would you spiral? Unfazed. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the streets popping off that champagne we like drinking now. Having some bubbly, you you made my life easy, you know? Oh, okay. Game over. And it also, I'm in favor of blocking, first of all. Of course, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm the, the baron of blocks. I love a block. I think it's, and it's for you. It's not about the other person. So right. I think for this person, 
you know, it's interesting based on, and especially this situation, she says it's a situationship where she finds out he's lying. First of all, let me just tell you, all situationships are mostly lies. You know, they're, you know, they're right. lies to kind of. They're sort of the, inherently lying lies. Yeah. The, the, the whole, the whole, the whole point of a situationship is to keep the romance alive, even though there's no romance there. And that lands in the land of not saying things that would hurt the other person's feelings because then they would be too honest. Hey, I like hooking up with you, but I don't think we'd be good in a relationship. It's a tough thing to say to someone. So instead you say, hey, are you out on a Thursday? I'd love to catch up and get some drinks. And then you hook up and then you guys don't see each other for three weeks. That's the kind of the baseline of a situationship. And then when she says um, he's inconsistent, yeah, that's, that's, that's the definition of a situationship. So I, it's almost like she got mad at the sun for being in the sky. Like I, I, so when she says she blocked him, he didn't care enough about this to keep it and be honest with it or right. extend it. So why would he care or spiral when he sees that he's been blocked, if anything, you've made, you've taken the decision making out of his hand and you've also left him to not have to deal with any consequences because if you unblock him, which tends to happen a lot in these situations. Sounds uh, like they, she's already thinking about it. She's already thinking about it. She wants to check in to make sure that his story is. <laughs> Did you realize is a- I blocked you? <laughs> hey, just wanted to check in. She, I mean, she. She wants to go watch his Instagram stories and have them be him like pacing right. and wondering how she's doing. And, that, and that's not happening. Right. Well, that to me is also it's like she's blocking for the wrong reason. Right. Mm. Blocking for the right reason is I'm, you know, I'm sparing my mental health. I've accepted yes. that this is over. And now I just want out of sight so it can be out of mind. And I want to get over this faster for her. But, yes. Yeah. What she's doing is like when I tell Mike, like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> but I tell him it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. <laughs> I want him to be like, well, why aren't you talking? Like, well, well yes. what did I do? Do you know what I mean? She's, <laughs> like, I don't- she, she's the toddler who's running away from home and packing their things going, I'm packing. Right. I'm leaving. You're not going to have to deal with me anymore. And then on their way out the door, goodbye. I'm leaving forever. Right. In case you're wondering. Yeah. That's, Last chance. Last, Last chance. chance. And she's um, stamping her feet down the street going, bye, mom. Right. Bye, dad. Yeah. And blocking when it's used in this way, I don't think is empowering. What's more empowering is text the person. Because yes. you're gonna. She's clearly. She's again. The block isn't done. So she'll stop thinking about him because she's still thinking about how what he is thinking of the, of, of mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. block. Yeah. So I would just text him this, this, and this that you did really upset me. So I'm just want you to know I'm no longer going to be speaking to you and i just think that this has run its course or something along those lines yeah she was half bold she did half of the job and that's what a lot of people we all do this we all do this to protect our own sanity our own emotional state but like she doesn't want she just like you said she's she's still tethered to the dock you know she's still attached to him She's using this as a tool to facilitate another confrontation to an, another yes. interaction so that she can maybe eventually unblock him and then he can message her. Well, why didn't, why did you block me? Or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, and, or and, say something and, like that. She's using it just to see if he'll notice. And to me, that's not as empowering as just messaging the person and saying what you want to say. And honestly, 
this the way she did this usually ends up with you two hooking up again right back where you started yeah when you do the block and then they go well why did you block me and then it starts and then you start having a conversation then it turns to like well i you know i do care about you do you well we should get drinks let's talk about it now you're hooking up and then three weeks go by and you're blocking again this is a great way to stay on the merry-go-round of a situationship. If you really want out of a situationship, you have to add the... And, and again, I'll speak for a lot of men in these situations where they're just like cool hooking up. They don't realize the damage they're doing. Yeah. This guy has no idea. Blocking him is just like, oh, you're just upset that we didn't meet up this week. It's not hey, I think about you all the time and I think this could be something more and I, you know, it's really affecting my mental health. That's not how he's receiving this. Right. So you have Which, to break up with him to let him know, we are done, I am being hurt by this, This I need to relieve myself and I'm blocking you so that I can get better on my own. Yeah, if you really want to spiral, tell him how you feel. Yes. If you want him to spiral. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, the pa- I think this seems, and I've been the probably the victim of this too being this like this person where it's like you think it's empowering to be like i'm cutting you off Mm -hmm. but and and it can see it can seem like an easier way to be more empowered because it's like i've just cut you off i'm not even having a conversation about this Mm. but by avoiding that just by avoiding the vulnerability of saying how you feel with someone and just cutting them off there's there's a part of you in the back of your head that's doing that in the hope that to test them to see if they yes if they care if they're spiraling if they're thinking about you if if they're going to if they're going to be wondering or upset that they're not in your you're not in their life anymore yeah and it's like this guy's been passing tests all the time he doesn't think he's failed the test he's like yeah. she hooks up without any consequence and they yeah. didn't have to break up i fucking no, passed so, totally yeah. i bet for you like you would feel if someone wanted you to spiral the best way to do that wouldn't be to block you. It would be to text you, Jared, that thing you said and did really hurt my feelings. And I just yeah. felt really bad after you did that. I think that would make you feel think a lot more about the oh person in the yeah. situation than if they blocked you, you'd be like, well. Yeah, to each whatever. their own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a disappointing answer for her. But, you know, listen, break up with him. Text him right now and you're Unblock. already... <laughs> Then yeah, follow well, yeah. again, and then message him, and then yeah. block again. Well, that's the thing. When you get blocked or you get unfollowed, then you see the follow happen again. You're like, uh, here we go. Something's going to happen. And right. you're not sure if they're coming back with puppy dog or with like fucking, oh, I got I to gotta tell you one more thing, you know? Totally. So I, okay. I, I, she could even not unblock. You're halfway home, girly girl. You're halfway there. <laughs> Text a breakup and then you're out and it's over. Finish it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. 
a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Let's play some games. Uh, today's Red Flag Deal Breaker game is brought to you by just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K text. I, I got to say, Jordana... The talk of faux pas is heating up. I can feel it. You know, you know, I'm like a, you know that I'm a, I'm on the streets. I'm on these streets. I, I get the temperature of the people. So I showed a friend of mine the website of faux pas because he's a bar owner and I was, you know, singing the praises of the drink. He legitimately gasped <gasps> when he saw the packaging. Like wow. he was like, oh my god! He he was like, this is. He's like, oh, this would, you know, I I amazing. And it's like one of those drinks. It's like it's summer. It feels right for the time of year. So I, I just want to let you know, people are yeah. talking. It gives you. It, it's a real vibe. I think it's just like yes. What we wanted to do when we made it was create something that, you know, was fun, kind of funny. Like if you look, it doesn't take itself yeah. too seriously. But not a gimmick, you know? It's not something you buy once, you taste it, you're like, this is kind of funny, but it tastes like shit, so I'm never buying it again. We wanted it to be like a really yeah. good, premium, good-tasting product. You wanted people to say, oh, what's, what, what are you drinking? Oh, I love faux pas. You want them to say that that's what they love when they pref- what that's what they prefer. Exactly. I get And it. I think that uh, many people's drink of choice. So, yeah, try them. If, if you try them, let me know what you think. DM me. It's... Yeah, DM Jordana, the lemon with mint. Ooh, goes down smooth. Okay, you ready for some red flag deal breaker? I'm ready. Okay, I'll start. Hi, J&J. The friend group is split down the middle on this one, and we need a tie-breaking vote to settle the score. Cut the baby in half. Yes. (laughs) Love that story. Recently... I had a first date uh, during which the guy grabbed my hand and held it as we walked from dinner to a bar. I was caught off guard and made a joke about it. Oh, so you're a holding hands guy, huh? He was totally unfazed, said, I guess I am, and just kept holding my hand for the rest of the 10-minute walk. That's a long... No breaks? A lot of holding. That's a lot. That's a sweaty, that's a sweaty grip. Yeah, that's a, that's a sweaty palm, for sure. Yeah. For context, there hadn't been any sexy banter before or during the date. I had a nice time, but didn't think that there were sparks flying. I'd honestly be less weirded out by someone asking me to come home with them than just random hand-holding when the vibe wasn't going in that direction. Half my friends think it's cute, that it means he likes me, and that maybe I need to loosen up. 
The other half of my friends agree that it's weird, that it's jumping ahead a step. And then if there wasn't a romantic or sexy vibe already going on, that it was out of place. Going out with him again tomorrow and I'm fully prepared to keep making a joke of it. Is it weird or am I just a cold, dead-hearted weirdo? Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's like no, no two handholds are the same. You know yes. what I mean? Like I, I'm reading this and it's like, you know, this is why this podcast exists. This is why Red Flag Deal Breaker isn't just Red Flag Deal Breaker. We talk out every situation because I would if, if I had like a whatever date and then someone grabbed my hand to go to the bar like, I, like they were helping me cross the street in kindergarten. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I'd have to you know? I'd have to see it. It's kind of like, do you know what I mean? Also, everyone's, she's like, it wasn't a, it wasn't in that direction. It wasn't, didn't feel like a, but maybe, I mean, I mean to me, that's the really interesting thing. It was about any dates and why I'm very excited for our set you up segment on our live show mm. is because I think the same scenario can be interpreted completely different by two people. So maybe he yes. did feel like it was uh, that, that you were having a connection and this was sort of his like opening into the handholding. I'd have to see the full date to really say if it was a red flag or deal breaker. Well, I got to take the word of the emailer. To me, this guy's grabbing her hand. The idea that he just kept holding it. I mean, 10 after minutes is, she, is for a bit. 10 minutes after she made the joke. It's like it kind of signals to me that this guy doesn't wants to make a move towards going home and doesn't know how to like the touch of the back is is like the is the hey i'm feeling this is a sexy date do you know what i mean yeah that's the like lean in moment that's the lean in moment so touching someone's the nape of the back to me is like a a less um a less forward move but says the same thing as the handhold that he's trying to do to me he's trying to let her know handhold i like you but that's why it's a deal breaker because right. this person is not into them in the handhold way to me going on the second date is not really the move for her like i'd be like hey this tells me everything i didn't feel it because a handhold it's not wrong to try and hold your hand from one bar to the next. I think that's a very sweet thing, like her friends are saying. It is also not wrong to go, ooh, that didn't hit me the way I wanted it to hit me. Right. Yeah, and I think if you're not into it, that's probably a sign you're not that into him. But I think the yeah. act in itself, depending on how it's done, leaning toward, more towards red flag for me. Well, the act of handhold, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, just think I think he's kind of like, oh, she said she wanted to go to a bar after the restaurant. Sure. So, like, that to me is a sign that she's into this. She's having a good time. I, I keep thinking, I, I, I agree with that's his thought process. But I'm saying from her side, it's almost like, and the spell shall be broken the minute you're touched by the man in cargo shorts, you know? And it's like, because... The minute he touches her hand and the minute she goes, Ugh, is the minute it's over. Right. Game over. Yeah. You don't like him. Because she didn't like it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like the, act in, the act in itself is not the deal breaker. It's the fact that she wasn't into it, which is the right. deal breaker. And she didn't know it. It, it is funny to be like, it, you know, we talk about reveals all the time on this podcast. To me, this is a reveal. You know, this is him going, I enjoyed the date so much. I am sexually attracted to you in such a way. I'm going for it. 
and going for the handhold. He's going for the handhold, and he's like, "Sweaty palms ready, mom spaghetti, let's get going." And he ten minutes, wow, ten minutes. And and when she makes the joke, that's his chance to relinquish, understand. Uh oh, Miss Mark, let me readjust and redo it. And he doesn't do that. He doesn't even readjust. He goes, no, I'm in handhold land, and that's where I stay. This is the guy you're getting. And it's like that, to me, shows that he isn't willing to rework and try and figure out a new way right. to sauce you up. You are, this is what you get. Is This is the hand that you shall be holding if you go further. To me, deal breaker. Okay, fair. Yeah. I, I, I feel that. I think this is a very interesting red flag deal breaker. I like this it's one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Should we do right, another? Let's do another. Yeah. J&J, long-time listener, first time writing in, want to thank you for all the amazing content. I'll get right to it. I have a red flag deal breaker for you. My friend's ex-boyfriend used to make her wipe her vagina with a vagina cleansing wipe every time before having sex. Wait, I have to ask, are there vagina cleansing wipes out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Really? Yeah, they, I mean, I've received them from many, like, agencies they're like they're wipes you know they're here's the thing i don't i don't like the concept of vaginal wipes because okay. they imply that there's something wrong with a the, the vagina is a self-cleaning organ okay it doesn't need a special wipe it doesn't need a special like body wash it doesn't need a special anything and so i think that a lot of these companies feel a little predatory because they're sort of like making women think that they you know that men will think that they smell and that um, they need this product so that men don't, Better. you know, so that a man going down on them doesn't, isn't going to tell all his, fr- it's like fear mongering a little bit about the, the vaginal smell. A lot of people yes. are self-conscious about that because you don't smell other women's vaginas. You don't know what they're supposed to smell like. You don't know yeah, what, yeah. Um, what, you know what I mean? What's normal and what's not. And so I think there's a little bit of a predatory thing in there about like selling this to women as if their natural body odor is unacceptable. Do you know what I mean? It's like a... Well, I, I've never thought of it that way. I didn't even know these wipes existed. And the more you talk about it, the more I realize they're... A friend of mine tried to start this for balls. Yeah, I've heard of that too. They, so, And I didn't think of it... As, it does always ring gimmicky to me. Like, I'm not yeah. going to walk around with a ball wipe in my pocket... Yeah, you don't. Also, you don't need to. Like again, yeah. like these are we're human, natural bodies. We don't need to like your smell like you're supposed to smell. Like yeah, you don't. These, there's not a take problem. These balls, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't need <laughs> vagina perfume. It's not necessary. It is funny to think though that the you know it is empowering when I hear you talk about the vagina. The smell is the smell. You know, that's a vagina. I mean, self cleaning. You've smelled more vaginas have. than I have, so you tell me. Ooh, is there are there I ones love that a smell? Vagina. Uh, I've never. I've the, the are there vagina ones that smell, smell better than others. I've 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 seen the spectrum of smells. Um, there's only been hand, not. I, I think the smell <laughs> thing has been overblown. And it's our fault as men. You know, we did the, that was kind of the first. I mean, it's this guy's fault. <laughs> well, okay. But it's, it, but I'm saying this was like the, the smelly vagina joke was like the first middle school humor thing. Right. And now I'm like, I, like I'm with a woman. I'm like, I'd love to go down on you. And she's like, I don't know. I was at the gym. I'm like, let me down there. You know, like, right. I'm like, I don't give a shit. You know, like, let's fucking go. I'm going to shower after this anyways. Like, it's not, I'm not as 
precious as maybe the jokes may have made us led people to believe early on. You right. Know what I mean? But it's, I mean, it sticks with you. And that's why a lot of people buy these products because they're totally. like, well, I don't want to be the girl that all the guys are talking about as the smelly vagina. Do you yeah. Know? We, nobody. <laughs> smelly vaginas. All, I mean, it is funny. It's, it is funny, but it's not real as, or as real as maybe we've made it to be. Okay. Let's get it. Okay. Right. Sorry. Okay. But we digress. Okay. My friend's ex-boyfriend used to make her wipe her vagina. I mean, just the idea of throwing a rag at her and be like, wipe yourself yeah. up. Is just I mean, so make degrading. you do anything is yeah. a bad sign. Uh, with her, wipe her vagina with a vagina cleansing wipe every time before having sex. It didn't matter if she showered earlier or if he wasn't going down on her. He'd literally say that it smells bad and she needs to clean up before sex. Ugh, the whole context of this is horrible. She even yeah. once asked him if she smells worse than other girls he's been with, and he said that he has. He was with someone before her who was stinkier, but he ranked her somewhere in the middle. Oh my god, uh, this guy sounds like a monster. I know, and we're getting this story third hand. So I, I, you know, I, I, not that I don't believe the story, but I'm like, this sounds like an uh, again, animal. An animal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She now doesn't like when guys go down on her because she's self-conscious. Well, send her my way. I'll eat anything. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> my other, I'll eat my, anything. I'm joking. Autobiography title. <laughs> that, Jared Freed. I'll eat anything. Yeah, that is a good title. Uh, the, my other friends and I were horrified by this. Yeah, as are we. And it definitely would have been a deal breaker for me since I can be really self-conscious about my body and can't imagine my boyfriend ever saying something so mean to me. But she was with him for almost two years and still talks about missing him. So I guess this wasn't a deal breaker for her. What do you guys think? Red flag or deal breaker? They make you wipe up before sex because they say you smell gross. Thanks for the help. Wake up and smell the roses. What do you think? I mean, I think we were both in alignment that agreement that this is a deal breaker. It's yeah, like- and... Unless this is some sort of role play where I'm like in a, you know, uh, some sort of like wipe yourself up, bitch. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. like Yeah. No, it sounds very mean and like um, immature also to me. Totally immature. Who ranks the the smelliness of their past partners? Somewhere in in the the middle. Yeah. (laughs) I give you a I give you a five out of ten. Average smell. On the yeah, on the spectrum of rotting fish to uh, glade fresh, <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't asshole. know. Asshole. I, I don't like it. This is an asshole. I mean, I I can't even believe it, it's almost like this woman wrote in to get us to break her friend from this guy. Like, I don't think anyone would read this email and be like, "Well, it's a red flag for me. I don't I mind get it. wiping yeah. myself out." Yeah, I don't think anyone no. would get this. I feel like this was written in specifically. Because her friend won't listen to the podcast, won't listen to her advice. Is like, get over him and needs stop to hear, talking uh, about two, this guy. Right? Yeah, t- two other people to be like, uh, you know, cut the shit. So for this person who sent this in, if your friend is listening, put it on in front of them right now, and I'll speak directly to her. Okay, now that she's listening, hey, your vagina smells fucking great. It's fine. Okay, this dude ain't DM the match Jared. for you. I. <laughs> There's plenty of guys who will go down on you and have a great time. Stop with this dude. Okay. We did our service for this person because this there is a ridiculous go. one. We solved right, let's dating. Let's do one more. Okay. Faux pas or nah. 
They wear a backpack for the first date. I recently was on a date and I just came from work. I went to the date wearing my work backpack. My friends thought that a backpack was not a great look for a first date, but I disagree, especially living in a city where many people wear them all the time. Nah, this is not, this is not a faux pas. I, I got totally fine. Backpack in a city, especially I understand it. You know, we're all, we don't have our cars to put stuff in the trunk. I, I mean, yeah. like, there's a thought that, like, oh, you didn't even get ready for the date, but that's not a, really a thought I would even have. Yeah, I think everyone comes from work, and it's just, like, an easy, like an easier way to transport. Th- I, think that, I think that you could say, okay, if this backpack is not one that I, you know, an unfashionable backpack that I'm, I don't like, the, and, you know, I, I'm, more, I'm into people with more, fa- you know what I mean? I like a, a, sure. someone with a sense of style. That's a preference, and that's fine, and you don't like the backpack, but I think that, the backpack in itself, not an issue at all. Yeah, if it's got your initials on the back, the old LL Bean. school LL Bean one with the you know the the gorilla you know keychain hanging off of it, and yeah, you know I I don't know I I guess I can't see that that my dad hates adults with backpacks on. Really, my that's dad, such a, a random thing, thing to have a to have a strong feeling about. It's so random. He you hates. don't have a backpack. I bring a backpack I on the plane. Yeah. I bring a backpack on the plane, like, and I, I actually bought, I, I have a nicer elevated backpack. Yeah. Like, I wanted to have like a nice one that I could travel with, so I, I take a backpack where I'm, when I fly. But he, he had this like whole issue with men with backpacks. I was like, I can't believe that hits you like that. It's such an interesting thing. Well, I'll know if I ever, you know, if I ever am going to see your dad. I don't know if it was backpack. just men. I think it might be okay for women. <laughs> just a man, I don't know. Just a man <laughs> thing. Put yeah, that backpack like, away. <laughs> be a <Sissy>. man. <laughs> <laughs> what does he think of yeah. fanny backs? Oh, he loves. He he carries around a, a purse. He thinks that a backpack is bad, but a fanny pack or a purse is okay. Man purse is okay. We. I mean, my dad used to go to casinos a lot, and he would hold a purse uh, before fanny packs were in. He was doing it. He seems like a character. I mean, have you seen the videos I've posted of them? They're out of their they're out of their fucking minds. I just told you last week, two weeks ago. I told you my mom spent ten minutes on the phone coughing in my ear. I need to hear <laughs> amazing. I need to hear a bit from your dad recorded about why he hates the male backpack. I'll record him. I'll say record onto the voice notes, and we'll play it if I can get it next week. Love that. I will. Why I do would, you hate? I would men really with like backpacks that. or people with backpacks. I'm not sure whether it's one or the other. Who hurt you? <laughs> what Jansport bag were you yes. pummeled with? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it for today's red flag or deal breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're eight percent alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten free, contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicated things. Jordana faux pas is about to be the drink of the summer, don't you think? I 100% agree, and I think that you guys agree. I, anywhere, again, anywhere I bring them, they're always gone. And to me, that is the only sign I need that these are high quality, fun, great tasting products. That you know, they're eight percent, so they're they're for a turn up moment. I mean, go listen to last week's Sunday special. You, yes. well, you know, yeah. I, one where I talk about my legs being differentiating sizes. <laughs> And it made it all better. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It brought me back and made me feel different about my past. So, yeah, we love faux pas. But that's it for today. We solved dating again. Bye. Bye.
You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.